Welcome to another episode of the Property Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stockbridge. Every episode, we bring you the first principles of real estate, interviews with the identities and influences that are making their mark on the real estate community and bringing you hints and tips that we hope helps you make and save tens of thousands of dollars on your real estate journey. First and foremost, I want to thank all of my loyal listeners. Over recent weeks, it's been a little bit harder to keep up with the release schedule that I'd implemented just a few months ago in the post-pandemic flurry of activity that we've been experiencing in our marketplace. I've really just struggled to keep up to date with my day-to-day real estate practice, but I'll be returning my attentions to the podcast soon. So the recent episodes of the podcast that I've been releasing have been the audio versions of my newsletter. This is my forward-facing newsletter, the information that I share directly with my clients and active buyers and sellers in the marketplace right now. And what has fascinated me recently has been this idea of the common and how in essence, it's not necessarily a house or a location that people are buying into. It is the common areas that surround that house and that are in that location. And so I've shared with you some of my thoughts in and around that whole idea in this podcast and I really hope you enjoy it. The idea of the common is central to our real estate buying preferences. Where a property might be is more important to most than what the property may have. People will sacrifice features, size and pay a premium to have access to something they will never own. The idea that we have available to us these vast areas known as parks, waterways, roads, playgrounds and lakes is not often one people consciously think about, but it's one of the big drivers of a real estate purchasing decision. We look for properties that enable us to share in beautiful and accessible nearby spaces. It is why homes with a view next to a park or nearby walking trails are so highly coveted. It's why being close to cafes, culture and schools are also so important. When we buy a home, we are also securing a slice of something far more valuable than we could ever afford on our own, the common. We don't control what happens in the common, how the common is developed, maintained or improved. Our society abdicates that to our town planners and the local government. And this is why homes in some areas sell successfully whilst others seemingly struggle. Over recent times, I've noticed that what the common offers is not always immediately apparent, but how people value the common has a direct impact on property values around them. For instance, areas like Mawson Lakes, Golden Grove and Blake's Crossing are all award-winning modern housing developments. Say what you like about the high density nature of the dwellings and the generic style of the houses in that area, but one thing that is absolutely undeniable is that the common areas are beautiful, well-planned, interesting, and they actually encourage you to explore them. But it's not the aesthetics of the common that makes for a better suburb, but how much people are respectful of the common that defines an area's success rather than the houses in it. In areas where playgrounds are simply meeting places for wayward teens, the common is detrimental to values. 
in a suburb where broken glass is found over pathways or shopping trolleys are wheels up in lakes the common lets the suburb down in places where rubbish is scattered burnouts are found in parks and the local property values ultimately suffer Imagine, for instance, if you're walking through the trails of a beautifully developed new area and they were littered with rubbish and broken glass and the main users of the space are troublemaking adolescents. So how would that affect your decision to buy a home in that area? So before considering an area to buy in, spend a few days discovering the common areas of the suburb you're considering. You will learn a lot about the area, the respect and reverence the neighbours have for order and the attention and investment that a suburb receives from their local council. All of these factors make a huge difference to the future of that location. I'm Dave from Real. I hope you're enjoying these helpful hints and tips and I look forward to bringing you more next time. Thank you again to everybody who's been tuning into the podcast. We've now had over 10,000 downloads. So if you're enjoying what you're listening to on the podcast, you certainly found a home here. So please stay tuned to more episodes of the Property Pulse podcast simply by subscribing now on the podcast provider of your choice. I'm Dave from Real and we'll look forward to bringing you more next time.